Aloha, Katie Friedman here, offering hope to those who no longer can see clearly. When your doctor says, glasses won't help you see better, where do you go for information? We have experienced professionals such as international sales coaches, eye doctors, and entrepreneurs with low vision to no vision, helping you continue and increase your business. Just because you have no vision or you're losing your vision, it doesn't mean you're losing your life. Boost your business with Eyes on Profits. Aloha and welcome everybody to a fabulous special podcast today. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for quite some time. We have a special guest and she's from an organization. The initials are CCLVI. And before I give it away, I want to introduce to you Zelda Gibbard, who is going to give us some answers regarding this fabulous organization. So Zelda... Please tell the audience just a little bit about you, your vision, and and this incredible organization for people with low vision to no vision. Okay, well, thanks, Katie, for having me today. I sure appreciate uh, this opportunity to share a little bit about myself and about our, about CCLVI. Um, I am. Uh, I have a, a condition called fundus flavia maculatus, or in other words, um, sometimes called Stargardt's. It's a genetic uh, retinal um, dystrophy that affects the mainly the macula of the of the retina, and it causes um, deterioration of of the retina to the point where um, usable vision is is not not available to read, to drive, to do those kinds of things. I do have some vision left um, that allows me to get from here to there as long as I'm walking. But um, yeah, I haven't been able to drive for 25 years. And I live in North Dakota, um, but I am um, a part of the Council of Citizens of Low Vision International. That's the CCLVI. It's a mouthful. And, and it, it has people in it from all over, um, as its name signifies, um, could even be people internationally um, can be members of our organization. And it, it is specifically um, for people with low vision, although we do have members who are totally blind, who have had vision sometime in their life, so they know what it's like to have, um, have vision. And um, I first found out about CCLVI um, when I started going to uh, the American Council of the Blind has a conference and convention every summer, and I would go to that. And in the morning, we have um, general session. In the afternoon, there's workshops and different opportunities to meet and get to know other people. And I suddenly found myself going to some of the sponsored events that CCLVI had. And um, some of those would be like um, bioptic driving. That always interests people who've lost their ability to drive. They want to drive again. So if there's some magical, magical device that will allow them to do that, that's of interest. Um, uh, task lighting, because with task lighting, your eyes get less fatigued. And, and you have increased um, ability to see what's there. Um, 
even even fun things like um, they had one year they had a session on um, darts, audible darts that you know when you when you threw the dart and it hit the board, it tells you what score you got. So that's a real fun thing to be able to do too. Um, CCLVI has social events such as game night and um, um, you know we have uh, mixers and, and whatnot and that gives everybody an ample opportunity to get together and visit with other people because that's where we truly get the most is is by talking to other people. I think that you brought out a really important point that some people don't understand who aren't in that low vision to no vision community. Is it just because one's dimmer switch in their vision kind of goes goes down, it doesn't mean that their life goes down. That no. there are organizations where one is able to socialize, have fun, I was part of a, a community where they had bingo night and people loved it. I did bowling. I did bowling with the blind. It was a hoot. I loved it. It was, and, and I have to tell you, I, I kind of was upset because they all had those little sides on the gutters. So nobody got a gutter ball. <laughs> I was that thinking, fair, does it? <laughs> I want to do that. I want to be part of that club. <laughs> Right. But nobody That's ever right. wants to be part of the low vision to no vision club. The one well, we do, we do continue to want to do the things that we've always done. We just find out new and different ways of doing it. And, and that's where we have to get really creative and, and it really helps to talk to other people and find out how do you manage to continue to sew? How do you manage to, um, continue to to work with um, woodworking and and auto mechanics and with with you know vision that is no longer there yeah did you find the resources that you needed through CCLVI or let me reword it reword it a different way what was your path in finding your resources when you saw your vision getting getting worse and worse well, like I say, you know, it, it, it's good to talk to others who've, who've gone down that same road as you. Um, but back to CCLVI, um, at, at our convention that's held at the same time as the American Council of the Blinds Conference and Convention, uh, we always have what we call a low vision vendor showcase. And during that, we invite um, exhibitors that are from the exhibit hall that have um, devices and technology that is specific for um, people with vision loss and we ask them to come and and you know let us know what's latest and greatest out there and and you know, it's it's very good to to be able to know um, you know what what is available um, you know that will enable us to continue to do the things that we've always done that's fabulous I was always interested in how people in the low vision community connected with other people and and their path to that. I know that I recently listened to a a radio station. I don't I, can you help me with explaining about talk low vision that that is hosted by CCLVI? What do you call it? Do you call it a podcast? Do you call it a radio station? How does one get con and how does one connect get connected into that 
Well, actually, Let's Talk Low Vision with Dr. Bell is is the name of it, and it is held uh, live, um, so you can participate in it as it is happening and ask questions of, of Dr. Bell or his guests. And then um, it is made into a podcast. So it's, it's kind of both. It's, it's a live thing, but it, it also, if that doesn't work in with your schedule, uh, we have the ability to listen to it at our convenience. That's fabulous. And I was on your resource page at cclbi.org, and I'm very impressed with the several options available to people who who go to that website do you find that people are that most people find you through the uh, um, different associations um, do you, they find you through other people and what would you say is the is the major way that people connect with the organization and and how they find you well, you know, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know that I have the answer to that um, because I think people come to us in all ways. Um, usually it's it's through um, finding out about us from somebody that they know. Um, that's probably, a, a, you know, one of the primary ways um, because CCLVI is an affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, we do get some um, light shown upon us because of that. Um, we we kind of we kind of are on their coattails, so to speak, and and um, as a as a special interest affiliate, um, we we get some recognition because of that. Do you find other people with your specific macular disease uh, is there a group of you that kind of find each other and connect or do you connect with other people with retinal dystrophies or does that just not even play an issue in in how you connect with people with low vision you know people of vision loss um there's many different forms of, of vision loss. Um, you know, some are more um, common than others, and some some people are vo born with no vision uh, for one reason or another. Um, so we're all very unique. We we all think we're pretty special. <laughs> and, of course, of course. And we are, we are. Yeah. But um, so to fractionate it out into separate groups you know, um, is, is kind of difficult to do. You, you may run into another person who has exactly what you have and maybe has walked a similar path, but even people with star guards like I have, um, they, you know, we all experience it in a different way. You know, it might, you know, it's something we were born with. It's a genetic thing, um, but it may have progressed at a different rate in, in one person versus another. Mm -hmm. And they don't fully understand why that is. So I think what we have most in common is that we're all dealing with vision loss. And, and we have probably more in common with one another just because, of, of the barriers we face with our vision loss um, and really don't have the need to be with others who are just like us, you know, 
Um, although there there is some advantage to that. I remember one time I was at a at an event and a fellow um, found out I had star guards and he had star guards and he I was the very first person he'd ever met with star guards just like him and he was so excited, you know, um, but how it affects him and in his life is way different than it affects me. So um, we're, we're all on the same path, but we're just in different places. Yeah, yeah. Zelda, um, did you have a profession before when you still had vision? And yes. did it shift as your vision got worse? Right. Well, I've... Um, I've been in medicine um, doing, first of all, medical transcription, and that evolved into um, being a part of the administrative team in a healthcare network where I did, um, I was a supervisor of the outpatient, I was director of outpatient services and managed the clinic and um, was a part of this administrative team. And yes, that did change drastically. Maybe it wouldn't have had I lived in a different location, but I lived in rural South Dakota at the time. I now live in North Dakota, but um, in South Dakota, it required me to drive to get to work. Well, when I could no longer safely drive, uh, there kind of ended what I could do for that for the healthcare network that I, I uh, was employed at. So I, for a time, I did uh, medical transcription from home. And I did that long distance and and that was okay, but it was not the same as working under the roof with other coworkers. Um, so right now I I uh, mostly volunteer, but I do have a part-time job for a um, an insurance agent and I do some database management and, and such for him. but uh, I think that's fabulous. Yeah. I really do. I, I think that it's important to, as, as our life changes, that we adapt and we do whatever it takes to keep on going, whether it be volunteering or, or um, finding value in an opportunity to make some money using the skills that we already have. I, I think that right. that's absolutely Well, we have fabulous. to get very creative. We, we do and and be willing to shift gears and to adjust to to the situation that we have at hand so yeah I think that that's that's fabulous Zelda I want to thank you so much for your time today but before we go if somebody has questions regarding you know connecting with you because they may have some vision similarities to you or mm -hmm. if they have any questions about CCLVI, how can they get in touch with you? Well, first of all, um, getting in touch with our organization is as easy as you mentioned earlier. We have a website. Um, it's cclvi.org, and and they can always go there. Um, I'm I'm on the board. Um, I'm actually the first vice president, so I'm listed on it, and uh, along with my CCLVI uh, email address. Yes, I've, I have several email addresses. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> and, yeah. and that is simply zelda.gebhard at cclvi.org. 
and they can always get a hold of me that way and I'll get back to them. So I would be happy to talk to anyone um, about um, what they're going through um, and, and share with them anything that, that might be a benefit to them. Oh, you are fabulous. I just want for clarification for those listening, her address is Z-E-L-D-A dot G-E-B-A-R-D at C-C-L-V-I dot org, right? Right. You got it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. You are so welcome. And I want to thank you and I want to thank all of those who are listening, I want to thank all of you for being a part of, of Eyes on Profits podcast. Until another time, make it a great day. Aloha.